the ickies. Yeah. I started, by the way. Yeah, I know. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't even know what episode we're on. <laughs> uh, I looked it up. I'm pretty sure it's 34. I got to look it up again because I legit don't know. It's. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, yeah. I'm sure the audience loves that. <laughs> Here, let me look it up real quick. Well, you know, our producer uh, can't edit these things out, so it's not. Uh, well, she won't because. You don't know that. Yeah. This is indeed episode 34. Yeah. I'm not going to do the, the intro yet, though, because we haven't had our pre-intro banter. <laughs> I burped. Um, I didn't hear it. Well, I held it in. Okay. But then I breathed it out. So that, that nose exhale you just heard, that was the burp. Okay, good. Um, I had like a question I was gonna open with, and I don't. I, I forgot it already. <laughs> wow. Um, what was it? What was it in the ballpark of? No idea. It was probably something about. Uh, I don't know. Something maybe about Melissa, but I don't remember what. Okay. Like something. I like. It was like, oh, have you ever tried this food, or what do you think about this game or movie? Like, I really don't remember. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Riveting question. Thank you. Yeah. You excited for Dead Space tomorrow? What is what is that? Really? Wait. Oh, I had to think about <laughs> it. <laughs> the remake? Yeah. Not really. I never played the original. Too scaly. Yeah. Really? Probably. I don't yeah. Know. Well, see, what is it? Like, I, I think I've, I've told a couple of people about this. So if I've already told you, which if you're listening to this, I have. <laughs> um, It'll be a little redundant, but um, IGN. People listen to this podcast, lest we forget. IGN, um, like one of their like little like news stories of the day, um, was that like in an interview, one of like the Dead Space devs on the remake was like, "Yeah, I actually can't play the game at night. It's like too scary." <laughs> and so it's like breaking news: Dead Space devs can't even play their own game because it's too scary. <laughs> Um, and I, I feel like personally, I'm like, I'm like maybe, but like, I feel like it's just, it's just like clever marketing, just like trying to hype up the game. But mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. Um, yeah. You know, Half-Life 2 feels like a horror movie sometimes, especially Raven. Not a horror game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. She's like, for- well, I'm not playing. I'm watching a Let's Play on YouTube. Well, no, um, I, I have played it before a couple of times. Okay. But the first time. I played through Ravenholm, which is like the haunt well, not even haunted, just zombie infested. Most spoilers. For a game that came out in 2004. But I've never played it. I I don't think you are. You don't have a PC or an Xbox because it's probably on there, if I had to guess. I don't know if it is, but yeah. Well, anyways, that area, it was was just particularly difficult to me as a 14 year old and a little a little scary. But like the second time. I played through it like some years later. It was like so easy. It wasn't even, there was no challenge. So I don't know what I was going through at that time. But yeah, anyways, all that to say, I um I started playing Half-Life 2 again. However, that was on the three-day weekend and it's been a week since then. And I haven't touched it. So hmm. on Steam, the last time I played it before then was like August 2020. So it might be another three years or two years before I, I touch it again. So nice. Yeah. But to answer your question, no, I'm not excited for Dead Space. Yeah, I am. I pre-ordered it yesterday. I'm ready to pee my pants tomorrow night. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I am kind of nervous because like really, yeah, like I I don't know. It's like I played Resident Evil Seven. I feel like that's that's pretty scary. At least the opening is, and and the rest of it is too. But like 
they said like they've made design systems to scare you where it's like random mm-hmm. events that can happen where it's like an enemy busts out or a loud noise plays that yeah it sounded like it was outside where like it's supposed to scare you more or something mm-hmm. just basically they've added more randomness to it and then like i don't know if they can somehow gauge how scared you are if like you're playing slow or like you're looking the camera around like i don't know how in depth it is but um yeah mm-hmm. yeah someone's yeah. Uh, someone's out there having a phone call <laughs> they can hear us too be probably quiet. be quiet audience be quiet That's not our problem. Anyways. Well, if the mic is picking it up. I, I just I mean, don't a little bit. But again, I, our producer, she can edit these things out. She's yeah, but really it's good at it. Better this. if she doesn't. We keep the raw, unfiltered podcast. Yeah, because people definitely want to listen to that. Yeah. Anyway, I was gonna say that oh, I'm just not excited for things anymore, but that's a lie. It's just the things that I'm excited for don't include video games these days. There are a few albums that I'm looking forward to. Uh two concerts coming up. Um Oppenheimer. Two? Yeah. What's the other one? Um, let's see. Are you going to two? Yeah. You're not. But I am. Am I going to is this are these two that are wait, what? Are these two that are separate from the other one? Yes. No. It's one that of them one is, and then the other one. What's the other one? The other one is Under Oath, uh, Periphery, and I think Loathe. Um, also in Little Rock. Mm. When? But it's like two weeks after the previous one. Really? It's April first. Mm. April Fool's. I'll be heading there kind of back to back, which is kind of bonkers. Also, strange venue to be bringing this up, but I kind of don't want to drive when we go. It, or is that like, well, see the thing. Ooh. He, uh, me and Melissa, are, I feel like we'll probably be totally fine with that because. Uh, what? I, you got to say about my driving. I'm going to be honest. Like, even if I've been in the car with you for just five minutes, I'm going to get car sick. And Are so <laughs> if we're in the car for like six hours and you're driving, I'm I'm throwing up multiple times. I can't believe this. Yeah. So I, I, I literally was like, Melissa, how, how do we tell her? Like, <laughs> um, like, wow. I, like, yeah. But hey, that solves that. I guess it does. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. <clears throat> well, um. Fantastic. Already worked that out. Uh, we do need to book our hotel soon because mm. it is getting close. Mm. And the closer it gets, the more it will cost. Really? Yes. Mm. It's better to do things in advance. Mm. But we can discuss that later. Um, I mean, well, this is the 34th episode of the Not Just Aaron podcast. <laughs> After a very long wait, I am Aaron and you are? Not Aaron. <laughs> Very good. I'm so I, I can't tell you how proud of you I am right now. Mm. Wow. I I feel like a mom at an assembly watching her kid recite some lines. Here, I'll, I'll ruin it. <laughs> what? It's, t- it's not even just me. It's just the listening experience in general. You don't need to be eating on the pod. This is an ASMR, which there probably are ASMR podcasts, but this this ain't it. All right, I'm done. Speaking of which. Do you know that some people watch those, like, heinous mukbangs to, like, feel satisfied? Like, have you heard that? What do you mean? What do you mean heinous? Like, consuming a concerning amount of food at once. And they feel satisfied how? They feel... By watching it. Like, they they feel like they're getting food? I guess. I don't know. I... 
mukbangs have never been my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I watched the T.O. one because it's T.O. But yeah, I think seeing that amount of food and thinking about consuming that much food is not pleasant. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because I, I feel like it has the opposite effect on me because anytime I watch any kind of food content, I like feel hungry. That's why I can't watch um, hot ones because mm. then I just get hungry. I had to like chill out. just have some food with it? Well, then I'm going to want to watch it like at different times of the day. I can't time it, you know, to when I'm specifically going to be eating. I mean, you could. I mean, I could, but then I can only watch like a couple. Because what if I want to watch a lot of them? But whatever, it doesn't matter. But I had to chill out on Bon Appetit when they were on and popping because their stuff made me hungry a lot. And there's a couple other food channels I've like stopped watching completely because it just makes me hungry. So Mm. very interesting. But uh, yeah, that's um, I don't know what's going on with that. That's uh, it's very interesting. I want to I want to know more, but I don't know who to ask because I don't know anybody who watches mukbangs for fun. Why are you on your phone? Cuz. Well, wait a second. Did you? We we didn't even discuss like topics beforehand. I if mean, you had any, not really. To but bring we were kind of we were kind of flowing. That's true. That's true. No, well, I was I was just I was getting ready for the I guess my topic that I wanted, which was Oscar nominations. Okay, let's only read out the main ones because last time we barely even read them out, and it was just like dead air for a while. So. Yeah. Best picture, mm. best actress, actor and actress in supporting and director. We cap it at that. Maybe I don't read. I'm. Gonna, I want to do here. I mean, we can keep it short because yeah, last time it was a little rough, but I'll maybe I'll just like read them for my own sake, and then I'll just say who I want to win. Um. All right. So actor in a leading role. I mean, Austin Butler. He got the Golden Globe. So Did he? I think so. I didn't watch it. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I didn't either. <laughs> I just I hear about it after the fact. I would say. Maybe it'll go to Austin Butler. Maybe I hope it goes to Brendan Fraser. Um, Have you seen The Whale? Nope. Me neither. No. But, you know. Anyway. Actor in a supporting role. Interesting. See, this isn't... This isn't, <laughs> this isn't engaging listening Well, okay. All. I was surprised uh, to see Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. I was like, oh, good for him. I haven't even heard of that movie. You haven't? It's no. an A24 movie starring Jennifer Lawrence where she is I think a like a uh like a re- not a retired but like a a veteran, I guess, a young veteran that is kind of now uh struggling with adapting to like civilian life again after being in like war mm-hmm. a little bit yeah a u.s soldier suffers a traumatic brain injury while fighting in afghanistan and struggles to adjust to life back home it mm-hmm. is a it's not wait it is a 24 but it's also an apple tv plus film that's why starring heard. yeah jennifer lawrence and brian tyree henry the trailer was kind of good i liked i like a 24 the reviews seem to be a little not like bad but just kind of like Eh, like mm-hmm. has a 65 on IMDb, a 66 on Metacritic. Um, not bad, not good. Um, but it's like good for Brian Tyree Henry. I assume that's his first Oscar yep. nomination. It is. Um, then seeing Barry uh, Keoghan for The Banshees of Inishirin. Have you seen that? Nope. Um, but, you know, good for him. I, as far as I know, he's somewhat young, so that's good for him. I think he's, him. like, deceptively old. I think he's, like, in his late 30s. Really? Yeah. I'm going to say you're deceptively wrong on that, but 
We will find out I feel like in he's just older a second. Than I expected. Probably. Because he's like 16. Now, can I even movie. spell his name? He's only, what is it? He's only six years older than me. So he's, he's in his 30s. So a little deceptive. Why doesn't it have his age Anyway, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say again, even though he won the Golden Globe, let's keep that ball rolling. I want, uh, I don't know how to say his name, Ki Ke, Ke, Hui Kwan, uh, to win actor in a supporting role for everything, everywhere, all at once again. Mm-hmm. Did you see his uh, Golden Globe speech? No. Look it up on YouTube because it is very wholesome. He's like very like teary eyed, like very happy to win this mm-hmm. award. It was he seemed like he was almost just playing himself and everything everywhere all at once. It was very wholesome, very mm-hmm. cute. Well, um, you know, I kind of don't like wholesome things. No, oh, good for you. <laughs> Moving on. Actress in a leading role. Interesting. Ana de Armas for nominated blonde. for blonde. Yeah. It's kind of um, interesting. Yeah. Haven't seen it. So many of these I, I haven't, haven't seen. either. Michelle Yeoh for everything ever all at once. Um, <laughs> Michelle Williams was nominated for the Fablemans, but I hated her character. So really? uh, yeah, well, I yeah. She did a good job then. Were you Maybe. supposed to hate her? I don't think so. Because she's um old dude's mom, right? Yeah, old dude. Yeah, I couldn't think old of his dude. name right offhand. <laughs> Jaws brought to you by old dude. <laughs> um, I guess I don't know. I'll just say I hope Michelle Yeoh wins. Uh. Actress in a supporting role. Jamie Lee Curtis got nominated for Everything Everywhere All at Once. That bro, that okay, this is making me happy. How many nominations? Literally, okay, not actor in a leading role because there wasn't an actor in a leading role. So, literally, or, every for Everything Everywhere, yeah, as it should. Right now, every category has a nomination. That makes me very happy because I didn't think this movie really, I didn't think every category. Well, right, that I've read so far. Oh. Actor in a supporting role, actress in a leading role, actress in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Th- like, every category I've read so far. And I didn't think this movie would get recognition because I was like, I feel like the Academy, w- Academy would, like, raise its nose at it and be like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> then Stephanie, I'll say Sue, uh, for everything ever all at once. Um, Directed. Well, I'm still, well, I'm, I'm, I, I want to give my pick. Cause that's fun. I'll say I'll say Stephanie uh, Sue or mm, for everything. Um, animated feature film. Ooh, Puss in Boots got nominated. That's great. Um, you seen it? I've seen it twice. <laughs> um, it In is, the theater? Yep. Wow. It is really good, and it seems like word of mouth just keeps spreading. Like, cause mm-hmm. it came out a month ago, but it's still like number two at the box office. Granted, mm-hmm. it's January. It's a little slow, but. Every like it feels like every day I hear not literally but like every day I hear someone else be like oh I've heard that's really good is that good I might see mm-hmm. it you know what I mean and it's like it's been out for a month <laughs> and so it's just like word keeps spreading I I will read all of the nominations for this one so Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio Marsh Marsh Marcel, Marcel the shell with shoes on Puss in Boots the Last Wish the Sea Beast and Turning Red this is all. I feel like heavy competition, except for maybe the Sea Beast. I haven't seen it. Didn't look particularly good. It looked like generic Netflix animated movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Have I you really seen all the shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I was preparing for the movie, and then the movie Which... didn't come to Mississippi. Oh yeah. Um, I really want to see it. Uh, but having not seen it, I would say I hope Puss in Boots wins. Like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is is very great, and so is Turning Red. Uh, but I hope Puss in Boots wins. Mm-hmm. Cinematography. Interesting. Roger Deakins shot Empire of Light. I've literally only seen Elvis on cinematography. So 
I'll I'll just give it to Tar, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I haven't seen it. I have seen it, uh-huh. and I think the cinematography was pretty good, yeah. Oscar worthy. Let me who who is it going up against? We'll see. That's Let's the thing. See. We weren't reading the nominations. All quiet on the Western Front until we were. Bardo, a false chronicle of a handful of truths. Never heard of her. You never heard of it. So no. that's that's uh, Alejandro Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu's na- latest movie. That's interesting. I was just wondering about him. Yeah. Um, Empire of Light and then Tar, which did not review well. Empire like, of Light or this one? Bardo. Okay. Like IGN gave it like a five or a four or something. Like it didn't do well. Despite being, you know, based I guess, on one review, well, there's more than that. I'm I know, saying. but you just listed that one. That's just the one I know about. Okay. Anyway, I'll give it to Tar, even though I haven't seen any of these. Costume design. <laughs> what? You're sticking to the main ones. No, I'm. I'm not reading the nominations. I'm picking my pick. All right, my pick for costume design is Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, <laughs> which was in theaters for like a while. Yeah, and and uh, I guess I don't know if you can believe if you want to believe his name or not, or not but. <gasps> really liked it for some okay. reason yeah he was like this movie's great <laughs> no I, maybe maybe black panther wakanda forever i would say costume design is pretty sick on there directing i i feel like i want i have to give it to the daniels for mm-hmm. everything everywhere no they did the turn down <clears throat> for what music video yeah oh i just learned that well <laughs> get with it documentary wait can i okay yeah i don't want to derail too much yeah. but the other day while I was doing some cross-stitching, I was on the HBO Max, and I was looking for- Why are you trying to sound like like my great aunt or something? Why are you you're hating? Like, <laughs> I just, you're, you're talking in a speech pattern you've never done before, and I think it's goofy, and I wanted to call it out because it's okay. goofy. Well, good. Anyway, so you were on the, uh, the HBO Max the other day. You were cross-stitching. Yeah, and I was I was looking for just any documentary that I could watch, and I found this short one called it was about three minutes called When We Were Bullies. I saw something. your review. Yes. Yeah. And that was nominated for an Oscar for Best Documentary Short Subject last year, and let me tell you, it was garbage. Yeah. Now, on a fundamental level, it was just fine. Like the production was sufficient, but. Just the way that it was, you know, the whole thing was framed. First of all, they didn't even attempt to interview the person who was at the center of the bullying incident that is in this documentary. This guy interviewed everybody except for that dude. I don't even think he attempted to do that. And it's like, oh, I bullied somebody with my classmates when I was a kid in the 60s and I feel a little bad about it so I'm gonna make a documentary but should I interview the kid that we bullied nah that's not that's not important and it's like what <laughs> and everybody else tore it apart on letterbox too so was, yeah 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 I don't know how they got nominated though just wow well anyway continue <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, well you see you could have waited until it was on the brain until I got to Short, short film subject. yeah no. um well it's actually i think just short film it's not wait did it it didn't get properly nominated it was just on like the short list or something no there's best documentary and then documentary short subject because short film that's scripted okay well here we wait there's documentary feature film mm-hmm. and documentary short filmers those are the same thing because well, i guess it here. got renamed at some point but it used to be called short subject i think okay well it's it's not on here i said last year Last year? It got nominated last year. Uh, oh, okay. Anyway, I guess I haven't seen any of these, and I don't want to go just based off the title, so I'm not Let me see. picking one for feature film documentary. 
Nope. I haven't seen any of them either. I guess you can, uh, the solution for saving time and moving on to whatever the, the next sell. topic be. No, I was going to say that you can play along at home. You can look up the list and you can look at them as I am, but I'm not reading them uh-huh. in the interest of time. <laughs> okay. Um, documentary well, short film. I'm going to go with the elephant whispers because that just sounds interesting. What are the other ones? Uh, I'm like, <sighs> I, I'm, you're the you're the only one looking at your phone. This is true. Pull out your phone. Get on your phone and look well, at them. I don't know about any of these. Yeah, I don't either. But the elephant whispers sound sick. Film editing. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to pick between these. International feature film. I don't want to. Pick. I do want to see All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, it feels interesting. Really? Yeah. What's it about? The World War One. Based on a book. The World War One. I. <laughs> I had to think about it. But um, it's based on you a tell book. Tell me World War One's based on a book? No. <laughs> All Quiet on the Western Front. I think it's originally a German language book, but obviously got, you know, translated and stuff. No, the movie's in, not in English. I know, but oh, the okay. book. The oh, okay, okay. Subject okay. material. I think originally in German. <clears throat> but, you know, got translated. Now we have movie. Mm. And um, it's allegedly, because I haven't seen it, a pretty good anti-war film. Really? Yep. Interesting. Because it shows the the horrors of war instead of just being like, ah, guns, fights, heroes, villains. Mm. You know? Kind of. Of course, I haven't seen it, so I'm just kind of assuming. But I think it might show the brutality. How there are really no winners in mm-hmm. a war like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you know about World War One, but it was kind of, it's kind of a lot. They, they didn't call it the war to end all wars for no reason. <laughs> So, <laughs> international feature film, I guess, all quiet on the Western Front. Decision to leave is that on there? Where? Where on would it be? Interna- an international. No. Oh, yeah, because people were complaining that it was left off. Yeah. Because apparently it's good. Yeah. And I think it's like a Korean film. Yeah, I believe it's directed by Park Chan Wook. Yes. Yeah. Makeup and hairstyling. Uh, the Batman is nominated as well as Black Panther. I, I, I'm just going to say Batman just because I think it's funny. Let's say it won the Oscar just because of his eye makeup, you know, <laughs> Robert Pattinson's eye makeup. Music original score. Do you want to know something? No. <laughs> I can, yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was get, really get out your phone so you can follow not, along and stop interrupting. We're in that category. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it, ha- it has to do with Is it? Is this best original song? Yes. No, okay. original score. Okay, well, we'll get there then. Okay, okay. Tell me the some tell me the something that I don't want to know in one category. Music original score. I feel like I want to just give it to John Williams for the Fablemans cuz like he is he's like 90 nearly 100 years old like give him one last on one last uh who you Spielberg wait what? making one really i believe so i thought the fablemans was his last movie i the yeah, scripted movie maybe but mm. I, don't know. I don't know if he considers documentaries to be movies mm. i mean the fablemans is basically a documentary about himself <laughs> anyway john williams cuz he is very old and I guess a legend. Now we have original song mm-hmm. before I even, I don't know. What's the thing? So as you can see, Lady Gaga got nominated for whatever was in the Top Gun movie. The Top Gun movie. <laughs> Shut up. Top Gun Maverick. It is the Top Gun movie. It's the Top Gun movie. There's two of them. Which one? The most recent one. Anyway. Anyway, she got nominated for that one, but she also got nominated for Applause, which was a single 
from the album She Didn't Remember, Art Pop, which came out 11 years ago, which I thought was interesting. I don't know. I can't. I probably saw what movie it was featured in. I haven't seen it, but, you know, I, I thought that was interesting. Are you sure that's her song? Applause? Yeah. Yes. You sure there's not another song called Applause? When I saw the the news mm-hmm. about all the Oscar nominations, it's like, oh, Gaga nominated for two songs this year. So yeah, it, it's applause, and she has a song called Applause. I, I know, her- I know. Yeah, but it's but that one. It's just it's saying music and lyrics by Diane Warren. So did Lady Gaga not write Applause? I you saw this gone. news. This news Hold was on. on Twitter, and you took it at face value. <laughs> well. Someone said, oh my god, applause, the Lady Gaga song. Which honestly, if it's not her, then that makes sense because why would that old song get nominated for a recent movie? Yeah. Yeah. Research is in progress. I like that you told me this now because (laughs) it shows, it shows, uh, uh, yeah, anyway, research. Oh my god. Why didn't you research it in the moment? Now I have to read the nominees. We have applause from Tell It Like a Woman, music and lyric by Diane Warren. Then we have Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick, music and lyric by Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever, music by Thames, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler, and Ludwig Garanison. Garan Garanson. I always say his name wrong, I think. Lyric by Thames and Ryan Coogler. Natu, Natu, might be saying that wrong, from RRR Music. I can't believe I got lied to. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe you believed it like Me that. Me when I spread misinformation online. Yup. Uh, <laughs> music by M.M. Kariavani. Lyric by Chandrabos. Then This Is a Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Music by Ryan Lott, David Byron. And Mitski. David what? Byron. Byron. David Byrne. Byrne? Yeah. It's a Y in there. Big suit David Byrne. I've never heard of him. This is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful life. Lyric by Ryan Lott and David Byrne. Oh my God. <laughs> Byrne. Um, Pretty sure it's that David Byrne. Research in progress. Okay. Pretty sure. I like how she's like, I'm pretty sure it was Lady Gaga. She has a song called Applause. <laughs> called Applause. Maybe Shut you've up. heard of it. Of course I've heard of it, Aaron. Yeah, it's him. Because I absolutely slay at Applause in Just Dance, okay? Of course I've heard of it. Anyway, it is that <clears throat> David Byrne, and David Byrne is pronounced Byrne. Because he's um, like English or whatever. Well, I'll just say I hope both Applause and Hold My Hand win so that Lady Gaga can win two awards. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Oh my God. Wait. Why are there others after this? They put what are best. The ones after it? Well, it's like there's best picture, and then yeah, because that's the last one of the night. Well, yeah, yeah, but then, no, no, no. There's others after it. Then there's production design, uh, short film, short film, sound, visual effects, writing. They probably writing those this year. Okay. Well, writing. Uh, I'll go with. I don't know. I'll go with the Banshees of Inner Sharon, even though I haven't seen it. Writing adapted screenplay. I'll go with. One of these. Okay. One of these I had a question <clears> for. Is Glass Onion adapted? That's what I was saying. Like, what is it adapted from? Onions. <laughs> I think there was another one there that. It's I... adapted from Knives Out. How does that work? Because it. It's I don't. A I'm, I'm making jokes. Oh, I thought it said that. <laughs> no. See, you when you spread misinformation I'm online. I'm not spreading misinformation. You just lied to me, Joseph. Oh, yeah. What is Top going to do? You from? see, I lied to you. 
in a joking manner with a sarcastic tone. You lied to me genuinely thinking it was the truth. Whatever. Um, but like, what is Top Gun adapted from? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, what is it? Lockheed and Martin, the weapons company. <laughs> um, United States military. <laughs> <laughs> it's based on a true story. Um, U.S. Air Force. Writing adapted screenplay. Let's go with All Quiet on the Western Front. Visual effects. Dude, it has to be Avatar. It has to be Avatar. Well, who's it going up against? Well, see, we don't have time for that. Our producer said so. Um, well, our producer can decide whether or not we keep it in. So it's going, it going up, up It's going up against All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, The Batman, uh, Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, you're right. I should <clears> put that. Yeah. Um, sound. I don't know. I'll say All Quiet on the Western Front or Top Gun Maverick. Short film. I don't know any of these, so I'm skipping it. Short film animated. There's The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake and I Think I Believe It, and then My Year of Dicks. I think I want My Year of Dicks to win. Production design. Let's be honest, it's going to Babylon. There's no question. Whether I want it to or not, Hollywood loves uh, loving itself. So a movie about old Hollywood, yeah, it's winning production design. Might win costume design as well. Um, Have you seen it? Babylon? No. Oh. I'm just saying Hollywood loves sucking itself off. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, Hollywood, it, um, I don't know if you heard this, but it got one of its ribs removed to be able to do that. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. Um, best picture, the moment you've all been crying for me to get to so that we could move on. But I don't know. Maybe you enjoyed the Golden Globe segment. I don't know. Uh, hopefully you did because I wanted to do it again. <laughs> Best picture. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar The Way of Water. The Banshees of Inisherin. Elvis. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Your hand is distracting me. <laughs> the Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun Maverick. The tri- Triangle of Sadness. Women Talking. Uh, also, breaking news. Uh, your hand is distracting me has been disqualified because it's not a movie. Um, <laughs> now, I feel like I actually want to stay on this one. I don't want to mm-hmm. just rapid fire. Like, what do I think should win Best Picture? So let's <clears> do what do you think should win and what do you think might win based on past datums? This is tough. I don't Personally, think... I want Banshees to win. Yeah. 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 It had it had a lot of body, you know. It had laughs. It had sadness. It had heart. Mm. I thought Tara was just fine, but that's also because I had to get up and pee in the third act, and I missed like a major story moment. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think I don't think Avatar or Elvis are winning. Man, that's a lot of nominations. Everything everywhere. I don't know. I I feel like okay. If if we have an answer of what I want to win, mm-hmm. um. I would say everything ever all at once. I would want that to win because I think that would be very cool for such a bizarre, unique movie to win. Uh, I feel like, but I also feel like now going into what I think will win, I feel like everywhere, everywhere, everything everywhere all at once being nominated is kind of like. That's that's your bone. That's the bone we threw you. And don't ask for nothing else. Sort of in a way. I was going to compare it to like Mad Max Fury Road getting nominated for Best Picture. Because I mm-hmm. think that movie is deserving of a nomination for Best Picture. But I don't think. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science. Whatever let it like win, yeah. you know. But I think I think just when I found out that it was nominated that like, like probably years after, a couple of years after it came out. Like that shocked me. But I was like, oh yeah, that is a masterpiece of a film. And I think so is 
everything everywhere. But what I think will win. <clears throat> We've already passed the category, so I can't. I'll get. We'll get back to it. We'll get back I'm to remember. it. What I think will win. I feel like you may be right in, in your pick of like the Banshees of Inisherin. Well, that's the one I want to win. That's not the one that I think will win. Well, I, well, I think you may be right. With, I, I don't know. I just feel like that one has a lot of buzz. I haven't seen it, so I guess I can't speak to like its quality. But it's on it feels, yeah. But I haven't. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> it feels like an Oscar-winning movie, if that makes sense. Like it mm-hmm. feel it just from the trailers, it looks sort of like Oscar Beatty. And then like really? with well, I don't know. It's a serious drama. It's got esteemed actors, and the, I'm not trying to like diss it. I'm just saying know, like, that's it, what it looks I'm like. I'm just saying it didn't feel like that to me. Because <clears throat> mm. I don't know. I I went in. Thinking is going to be like a traditional comedy, right? I was going to have some hee hee ha ha's and come away feeling nice, but then I my soul was destroyed and crushed, and right. I felt sad and I wanted to cry. Really? Yeah. Sounds so. like a good time. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I I guess I'll I'll say what I think will win, and I I feel like it's between Banshees of Inisherin and Top Gun Maverick. I feel like Top Gun really? Maverick has a good chance of winning. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Neither of those are my picks. <clears throat> For what you think will win. Think will win? Yeah. What do you think will win? All quiet. Because think about it. It's historical. It's about war. It's foreign. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Yeah, but like if only, I, I don't know what one. It's horrific. Think about Schindler's List. Uh-huh. That one. I don't know if that was, that wasn't a foreign. Movie. Yeah, but think about like, I feel like Buzz and sort of how much it's literary i would say like the academy can be influenced by buzz and i don't i mean maybe i'm just not in those circles exactly but i don't feel like all quiet on the western front has as much buzz as the other two films i've listed as what i think will win interesting i think you make good points as to why it could win but also since parasite has any other foreign film foreign language film one best picture you have a point yeah um it could happen again, but I don't think it will. I think it'll be another decade <laughs> until another foreign film wins because it's like, all right, here's here's Parasite. Here's your bone. Go chew on it for, te- for 10 years and then we'll talk. <laughs> so I don't think, not having seen it, I don't think it will. Based on just what I've heard buzz-wise, I think Banshees of Inisherin or Top Gun. Yeah. Now. I want to revisit cinematography. Yeah. So if you will remember, Elvis was nominated. Yeah. And if you will also remember, Elvis felt like being on a roller coaster. <laughs> the cinematography cinematography for that. A VR roller coaster. Yeah. It was freaking nauseating. Like yeah. you had to be alert at all times. It felt like driving. Like you had to be alert at all times or you're going to like drive off the road and die. Uh-huh. That's what watching that felt like. <laughs> I, like I. Choices were made. Uh huh. I'll just put it that way. But as I understand it, all Baz Luhrmann movies are like that. So yeah. Anyway, but do you know who's noticeably missing from this list? Is it a person or a film? A film. A film. Which list? Just the the whole list or yeah. a specific category? All of them. Have I seen it? Yes, but we didn't see it together. I I don't know why we're playing twenty questions. I I want to guess it, but okay. I I don't I don't want you to tell me it. So give me a second. Okay. We can I guess edit this out or talk over it. I want to know what it was. Um, the glaring omission. And it's from. It has to be from twenty twenty two, right? Yes. Okay. 
the clearing omission <laughs> smile. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> jackass forever. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> there should be like a stunts category. That would be sick. I. No, there isn't. There should be. Um, I, thought, I thought there was at, for like. Oh, okay. I know. I know what you're referencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured it out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying some like joke answers and then I'll say it. Okay. Ooh, I okay. I'm at, I was I went from jokes to actually like I feel like this is genuinely an omission, but bones mm-hmm. and all. Um, haven't seen it. It's really good. Um, I think I don't know what it should be nominated for, but it should be nominated for something. Cannibalism, um, e boy. It's it's a lot more than that. Okay, <laughs> okay. I don't pump the brakes. It's just, you know, that's what it looks the like. Northman could have been nominated for something, special that effects or something. It did. January or February. It was early in the year. It, what is this sorted by? Anyway, what, I guess clearly the, the movie you're hinting at as the glaring omission is nope. Yes. What What do you think it should have been nominated for? Honestly, anything. <clears throat> Cinematography, sound, editing, actor, supporting actor, anything. Writing, well, I haven't read the screenplay, so I can't say, but, you know, anything, a- anything. But since I guess, you know, it's, it's so wait, whole... wait, wait, I want I want Oh, you think it's well, I thought the movie was fantastic. Yeah. But as um, we know, movies of this genre don't often get nominated, if ever. This is true. A lot of people, I, I feel like one of the more recent ex- examples is. um. Excuse you. One of the more recent examples is like hereditary, like hereditary not getting nominated for anything. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if I personally agree with this, but a lot of people felt like Mia Goth should be nominated for Pearl. Um She probably should, haven't seen it, but you know, I've seen the I've seen the screaming, I've seen the, no, I'm a star, and um the credits, of course. Why why have you seen those parts? Which you just part? get posted you a lot on on like Twitter yeah. or something. So you've seen the her smiling for like five minutes straight, and yes. and then what's the other one? No, I'm a star. When she's I'm like screaming, yeah, uh, on stage. I have no idea. Okay, I guess he's as a reaction a lot for some reason. I mean, uh, let me think through like nope of like what it could be nominated for. I feel like I feel like maybe cinematography, VFX. I was going to say maybe, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean. Maybe, um, what is it, Kiki Palmer for supporting actress? Or is she a lead? Is she? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what she'd be considered as, but. I mean, I feel like Daniel Kaluuya is probably the the lead. I can't remember if I sent you this, but I saw on Twitter.com um, the behind the scenes of how they made the people getting like crunched up inside of jean jacket mm-hmm. where they like basically have to crawl through like some kind of fabric tube or something. And, um, I thought that was really cool. I don't think I sent that to you, but I did see it and it was very cool. So that was a practical effect. Um, yeah. Do practical effects count when it comes to nominations for visual effects? I think so. Cause they're still visual. They're just not CG. Uh, yeah. I think um, something else that I thought was interesting was someone talked about, I think I saw this on like a YouTube behind the scenes as well of like how stop motion animated films shouldn't be like counted as animated films because it's like the objects are real. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but um, I mean, (laughs) 
Webster's Dictionary defines animation as, I don't know what it defines animation as, but I, I feel like that still falls under animation just because it isn't like drawn or computer generated. It's still animated, you know? But it's moving pictures the same as then then all movies are animated. Well, I guess we do have to see what Merriam-Webster describes yeah, animation Yeah, especially as. if you're going to give a, a sarcastically condescending uh, well. But like, realistically speaking, I don't see why it shouldn't be animation. Okay. The prepper. <laughs> the act of animating, the state of being animate or animated, animated cartoon, the preparation of animated cartoons. Very helpful. Miriam, thank you so much. A motion picture that is made from a series of drawings, computer graphics, or photographs of inanimate objects such as puppets, and that sti- uh, simulates movement by slight progressive changes in each frame. So, stop motion, according to Miss Miriam. Um, that does count. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I thought it was neat. Who though. said that though? That's that's such a that's such a weird take. I don't know. Don't hate. Okay, I was gonna say something. Yeah, I forgot. Good. It was about a movie. Yeah. I'm really. I've I've realized I'm really into journalism movies. Movies about like journalism because I really like. You can tell by your letterbox. Do you watch them very frequently? Do I? That's sarcasm. Oh. Well, you will, you log a movie a month or two. This is true. In a in a busy month, you know. But I, I do think about them a lot. They're they're on the brain. Because <clears throat> of course, you know. Really so if you like, think about them a lot, that means you love them. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. They occupy my brain space enough for me to want to keep thinking about them. So, I think that counts. I don't. I don't know. Just because I don't watch a whole lot of them doesn't mean I don't like them. Mm, mm, I mean, it doesn't mean. I'm just saying, like, it, like, I'm like, <laughs> man, I freaking love animated movies. When was the last time you watched one? Oh, like, five months ago. Like, <laughs> but I love them so much. I'm thinking about them nonstop. Like, As, anyways. Anyways. Yeah. I want to see, um, <clears throat> oh, what is it called? The Post with uh, Meryl. I feel like Mirror that. Street. I don't know what that movie's about, but it's that, about the Washington Post. Okay. Oh wow. It's about I think the first female like editor in chief of the Washington Post. That movie, just like I mean, this wasn't when but I was like I think watching. There's like a event at the center of it. I know very little about it, and I want to keep it that way so that when I watch it, I'm unencumbered by opinions. Well, uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, it came out a while ago. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> Came out the same year as The Shape of Water. Um, Another movie about journalism. <clears throat> that woman is really reporting on that fish man's genitals. That <laughs> doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Hi, Paul. I am here at the scene. Uh, they are, it is slimy, uh, long, girthy. <laughs> Um, Paul, I am strangely, uh, drawn to it. Uh, Paul, I think I'm, I'm going in. <laughs> it's one of the characters' names, Paul. No, I just, oh. that's, that's like, that's, that just sounded right coming out of like a, my news anchor voice's mouth. Okay. okay. I haven't seen the post, uh, but from like maybe what I have seen, which is, I guess, still images and trailers, it looked very Oscar baity to me. Can't mm-hmm. speak to the quality, but I typically, well, I, mean, it is I typically am not drawn to oscar Beatty things meryl has that quality yeah she is oscar bait really incarnate yes incarnate mm-hmm. yep because uh, uh, uh. yeah, i mean if you think about it julie and julia kind of oscar Beatty, maybe 
um, Sophie's Choice that did win an Oscar. I can't think of any other movie she's in. Nice. Well, those, I know are the, the- those are the ones she's been nominated every year, every film she's been in. But you know, one of her daughters is like an actor, but she doesn't have the last name Street, so I don't know this. Um, but she's in Mr. Robot. She has one of the main roles. She's like the FBI agent investigating the the organization at the center of it. Her name is Grace Gummer. They have their dad's last name. All of her children, who a couple of them are actors. And she's pretty good in it, but she doesn't look anything. Well, okay, that's not true. She does look like a young Meryl Streep, which makes sense because that is her mom. But also she has red hair. So, you know, I wish Mr. Robot was on something other than Amazon Prime because I feel like Amazon Prime is like the F tier streaming service. Lower than Paramount Plus, Peacock and Discovery Plus. They're all well, okay. I feel like Paramount Plus, that one has some sway. I feel like what's what's above F? D? That's D tier. Why? Um, Give your reasoning. Well, I feel I have <laughs> I've never been on Paramount Plus before, but you know, it has what okay, so what's what's Paramount? The raw, unbiased opinions from Aaron. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know, it just feels it feels more high tier. It I'm going off of vibes, which I know you hate. This is purely vibes based, but Having actually been on Amazon Prime, it's just unintuitive. It's lame. There's a lot of stuff on there. It's hard to look for things. And it's like, who 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 uses it? You know, there's there's some good shows on there. I'll give them that. But Mr. Robot is not an Amazon Prime original, so it has no business being on there. Put it literally somewhere else. Now it was put out by the USA network. And I don't know who its parent company is, but I feel like I would even accept it on Disney Plus, but I feel like since it's Mr. So, Robot on Disney Plus, <laughs> I guess a very like anti-corporate like show on Disney Plus. I mean, I don't know, yeah. but I feel like I okay, you've not seen it, so you can't relate a whole lot. But I feel like if Mr. Robot had an HBO budget, it would have been one of the best shows of our decade. It's be already right. the best, one of the best shows of the decade. But I feel like if it just had a little bit more money and a little bit more audience, you know, it would it would have really it would have really topped some lists because it is really well done for a show about hackers, right? Like it it had the potential to be really cheesy and corny and kind of we live in a society and it is kind of we live in a society at times but it also it just feels more realistic than something that could be made like that by someone who is not as skilled as Sam Ismail who is the writer director of the series so i don't know i just i i don't know also the fact that there's like a couple years between the third and fourth seasons really didn't help out because you know viewership drops off after that point but I, there there's so much potential there and it ended on a high note it it got out while the getting was good you know it didn't go for too long it had four amazing seasons and then it called it quits and that was all it needed it didn't need any more time it didn't need any less time it was just great you know. So why why do you want it on other streaming services? So that people can see it and appreciate oh. it as much as I do. Mm. Also, Christian Slater is in it. And as we know, he's in my uh, ever-evolving roster of fake, uh, fake husbands. So, there you go. Mr. Robot. There will never be another Mr. Robot. 
in that, you know. Oh my god, what? What? The what is it? The news is saying Disney Plus has actually just bought Mr. Robot and <laughs> and up. is rebooting it. What? Uh, <laughs> Tom Holland is playing Elliot. Um <laughs> They're completely rewriting the show. It's actually pro corporate. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> well, there you go. Your wish came true. It's on Disney Plus. I mean, whatever, man. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of shows, I'll have to say up there in my <laughs> strangely in my list of favorite shows, right along with Mr. Robot is Taskmaster. I just really like Taskmaster. I can't explain it. It's just so much fun. I like it so much. And I feel like if they ever made a US version of it, it would suck so hard. You know what's you know what's like great for podcasts? What? Saying I can't explain it. <laughs> you know what I here, don't know, it's just ble- it's fun to watch. It's bleep, low stakes. Bleep bleep it's funny. Bleep this person's I fall asleep to it. <laughs> oh my god. Bleep this person's name, but like something that drives me crazy about their reviews and this I guess this person. Ooh. No, it's oh. it's uh too. yeah bleep them both out. You don't forget. Okay, you forgot to bleep out Kevin's name. Luckily, he wasn't mad about it. Um, this person. Do I get to bleep that one out too? No, no, well, you don't have to now. But like, Ooh. his okay. reviews is in almost all of them. I want to say like eighty or ninety percent. He either says it just works or it just doesn't work, and I'm like, tell me why. That's interesting because. I mean, I haven't really checked Letterboxd in a while, but I feel like... Well, he's not. He's Well, now now we're kind of... He's not using... I, I won't say specifically. He's not using Letterboxd as much anymore well, yeah, for I specific know. reasons. I know, but yeah. before, he would like write essays. So I don't... That's interesting. That's an interesting development with our, with our old pal who shall not be named. Yeah. So should we check on him? Should we just, you know, make sure everything's okay? There's a lot going on for him right now, you know? I think he's fine. You sure? Yeah. Like I know you're still mad at him, but I'm, I'm coming around. I'm coming around. You can check on him, and he won't respond. That is true. But you can't say I didn't try. So well. we're gonna move on. <laughs> anyway, I really. Okay, like I hope. I hope if well, Kevin hasn't. I think listened to more than like two episodes. But if he listens <laughs> to this one, I hope this segment, knowing who we're talking about, really cracks you up. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, yeah. I tried to get you to watch. A little of Taskmaster. I watched like five or ten minutes of it. Really? You, sent, you sent a long video. I watched five or ten minutes. I didn't particularly get it. Oh, they were yeah. trying to guess. I don't know how old the person was or something or something like that. Now I know there's a few of them but where they could, have to guess things about a person, but they can either answer yes or okay. So one of them is they have to guess something about a person. They can only answer yes or no, but they can only lie. And then there's another one where they have to find out about a person, but the person is Swedish and they're only speaking Swedish. And yeah, then, it was the yes or no and lying. Okay. With the old guy? Yeah, what his job was. It wasn't his age. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. That's one of my favorite ones. You sent it to me. I watched it. It seems like maybe the fun... I don't know if the fun is in the actor or is in the, like, the analysis afterwards, but mm-hmm. I... I don't know. I sort of was interested in the act, but it seemed like the show focused more on the analysis afterwards or like the, I guess the color commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Didn't, didn't care for it. No, that's, um, that's upsetting. Mm-hmm. I will say if you do, if anybody out there wants to get into Taskmaster, first of all, they do have a New Zealand series. I don't know what's going on with that. The hosts are completely different. I don't, we're not going to talk about her. It's probably fine, but I don't know about it. I can't I can't vouch for it. But um season one is totally skippable because they were um just figuring things out 
It's not as good as the other series, but two through 14, all perfect. So, and also there are some, some all-stars. Well, they're only like specials. The first one's two episodes and the second one is only one episode, upsettingly. And then they have uh, New Year specials, which are fun, which are like one-offs. So, yeah. I still haven't seen the latest series of Would I Lie to You? Because that, I feel like, is supposed to air soon. And then I, of course, have been watching uh, QI, which stands for quite interesting. Again, not entirely sure. Well, okay, I know I like QI because I get to learn things and it's funny at the same time. So, yeah, there's that. And then Would I Lie to You? That one, I mean, what can I say? It's just British panel shows. There's no stakes. There's no, there's nothing to lose. There's also nothing to gain. And it's mostly just comedians. So, yeah. And I fall asleep to them. So, yeah, that's, um, speaking of things I fall asleep to, I've been watching this channel on YouTube, on the YouTubes, called um, Crime Pays But Botany Doesn't. And I first found out about this channel because Wired does the little autocomplete interview thingy. No, not that one. That's that's a completely different one. Why has the the like tech support ones where like go online and find questions people ask about things and then they have people come on to like answer them. They had one with a botanist and he was like really Italian and also like really Chicago-y. And I thought, you know, oh man, I could listen to this guy talk about plants for like years. Much to my delight, he has an entire YouTube channel. So it's called Crime Pays with Botany Doesn't. If you want to learn about botany, you can watch it. The guy, he's very, um, I wouldn't say angry. He's very um, Italian. <laughs> I, I can't explain it any other way. And um, I've been learning things about botany. So that's fun. And I also use it to fall asleep because it is very relaxing, despite the man's very gruff voice. So, yep. What do you use to fall asleep? My eyes. <laughs> my eyelids okay. i don't i don't use anything well that's not entirely true i feel like the only thing i need to fall asleep is like white noise like just mm -hmm. turn on a fan have some just like a low not necessarily a low but just a little hum a little like buzz or mm -hmm. something and i'm and i'm good um if it's too quiet or if it's just like if it's just quiet i feel like my mind just like my thoughts don't stop um and so then i stay up but it's like the white noise i almost like focus on that and i fall asleep mm -hmm. yeah interesting and now conversely you need an alarm to wake up don't you yeah well i must say that my superpower is that i do not and i never have seems like it's a blessing and a curse i don't know if it's a, a superpower well i've never been late to anything so well because you because you wake up, up five hours before <laughs> no <clears throat> well, I you wake do. up five times a night. <laughs> yeah, that's your superpower. My superpower is I don't get sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I get, <clears throat> I get at least seven and a half hours every night. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, how how much of that? <laughs> what time? So you get seven and a half. Let's do yes. some math here. What time do you go to, to sleep? Have, and what time do you wake up? I have a Fitbit that does all of that. Because the thing is, is you get seven and a half hours of sleep, mm -hmm. but the time you go to bed and the time you wake up is like 10 hours. <laughs> so where did the other two and a half go? Well, so according to my fitty bitty, uh, last <laughs> night I got seven hours and 51 minutes of sleep. Now this includes a lot of different like cycles. So I went to bed at 9.33. That's when I fell asleep. I was in bed for at least 30 minutes before that. 
and I woke up at 6.48 this morning. I feel like we need a topic. (laughs) We're talking about, you asked me about this, I'm telling you. So Did I? Yeah, you did. I don't think I started asking you about it. Well, anyway. You asked me, and then you were like, well, here's my sleep schedule. <laughs> you, you brought it up. I spent I brought, hour- No, I did not. You were, you're gaslighting me. Whatever you were completely wrong. I spent an hour and Changing the subject. Awake, and most of it was during, let's see. I woke up for some reason at midnight. I'm just going to say. for like 20 minutes. This has happened in the past you know it's it's our podcast i can do whatever i want you can do whatever you want but let's think about the audience (laughs) will the audience find this interesting text me right now if you found that interesting (laughs) i used my power spoiler alert i did not anyway you got something to talk about i don't but that's the problem you know (laughs) Whatever. That's why we discuss it before we start. But well, I forgot. We have at least four questions we haven't gone over yet. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Since you were so adamant <clears throat> to include a question in every episode, yeah, and then, after what was supposed to be a special episode, so hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, what's today? Oh no, we missed it. Huh? The nineteenth was our one year of doing this podcast. Mm. Well, I <laughs> guess we got to wait until next year to celebrate. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Can't believe you missed it. But yeah, we've been doing this podcast for a year, sort of, on and off. We have, we do have exactly four questions. Um, okay. And then I do have a small sort of update and shout out, which is that David texted me recently. Those um, questions? Not yet. He was just, he was, um, he was just saying like, hey, I'm still listening to the podcast because I think I may have, um said a couple times like i don't know i wonder or i think he's not listening anymore (laughs) so maybe he got there and said that he was just letting me know that he still did but what is it so he he said he's still listening he's a little behind and he'll be sending more questions soon Mm, um uh a week ago Mm, yeah i think the reason i how long have you been recording an hour and two minutes okay quite we can end with a question the reason I haven't, I think, done the questions is because, one, we only have four. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I don't want to have none. I'd rather have them ready to go and, like, I don't know, guilt the audience or something. Like, if you want to read the ones we have, send more or something. You know, hold them hostage. <laughs> the questions, not the audience, but both, you know. And then some of them are, like, some of them are, are like pretty, yeah, like, kind of. I mean, it depends how much we get into it. But, yeah, they mm-hmm. could be essay questions but anyway this one comes from patricia mm-hmm. and it says who is better cheech or chong i don't i have no background for this i don't think i've seen a single cheech and chong movie the answer is chong uh okay just kidding that was a joke lol <laughs> here is the real question what do you think the world will look like when all humans have died overgrown and beautiful or simply just black well, that's heavily dependent on why all humans are dead. Yeah. But um, if we can learn anything from the... Let's just assume they just vanished. They got like Thanos snap, the rapture happened, mm-hmm. but you know everyone went or something. Like we're just not on Earth anymore okay. peacefully. We just poofed. Okay. So if you will remember back in 
the year of our Lord, 2020, for that uh, brief few months where everybody was just inside, uh, nature did begun, begun, begin begun. to take over cities for a while. And first it was the animals, you know, it wasn't like overgrown stuff, but I feel like eventually things will get overgrown and nature will reclaim the folly of man. So, yeah. I think a different podcast I was listening to said that there's like some sort of show that like deals with the subject material where it like Mm -hmm. puts maybe it's like a YouTube channel or I don't know if it's a YouTube channel or a TV show, but like it puts buildings through like simulations or something to see like how long they it would take for them to like degrade or something. So it's Mm -hmm. like and then I don't know if it factors in like nature or something, but that it sounded very interesting and uh, adjacent to this topic. Uh, I just wish that I remembered what it was, <laughs> but maybe they didn't say in the podcast, but I'll say that I am heavily biased uh, okay. because I've been influenced by the, I guess the art direction and production design of the last of us where okay. the whole, you know, aesthetic of that show or that game Ooh, oh man, that was that was sacrilege. Um, <laughs> the whole uh, aesthetic of the game is like you know nature overgrown. There's like vines everywhere. There's leaves everywhere. It's like it, I guess it's yeah this uh, nature reclamation and like kind of buildings and and you know all these like stone concrete structures still mm-hmm. standing but kind of dilapidating, kind of crumbling. Mm-hmm. and collapsing bit by bit and i guess you know i guess uh, to our listeners melissa you've been watching the last of us so you kind of know what i'm what i'm getting at getting at though i think i think the game being you know cg does it a bit better where it's like hbo while it has a ton of money is still kind of limited by that i assume david's played the last of us so he knows patricia if you haven't just look up the Last of Us environment concept art. Don't just look up Last of Us concept art because they will it will be spooky and <laughs> scary and gross. And you know, I just I don't want you to have any nightmares. You know, um, and also the other unnamed people who listen to this podcast can also do the same thing if they haven't. Oh, uh, like the, the I guess the people we don't know personally, yes. or I don't know personally. I'm still trying to. You don't have to goof his name, but I'm still trying to get kevin to watch it because he he did listen or listen to it he listened to two episodes he said he enjoyed it Mm -hmm. um now was he saying that to be nice no i don't think so and but i guess i don't know he's got he's a busy man he's got other things to do uh so he hasn't but he may and then i don't think there's any other listeners it's really it's really just the trio <laughs> the holy trinity um and the other people we don't know the other people we don't know <laughs> we really just like throw them under the bus it's like <laughs> we don't care about you just the people that we're actually friends with <laughs> if you are well you know what i i'll i'll throw a bone for you to chew on you know other people um and say you know if you are a random stranger that listens to us i appreciate it i just have no i i have no um, reference point for if you exist or who you are or anything but you well, know i mean i can see the numbers yeah i know we have at least one <clears throat> listener from the philippines that's interesting yeah. free commonly like every episode um i don't know about every episode but in the analytics for anchor and i think also youtube there's a little Which, granted, we do have we do have 
I guess like YouTube views. We do have YouTube views. And I think at least Patricia and Melissa, I know you Spotify. I don't know what David uses. But going back to the question. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, we don't even really have to wait for all humans to disappear to see what would happen to a previously populated urban place if it were to be abandoned. We could just look at Pripyat in Ukraine. Really? Which is where Chernobyl happened. Because, mm. I mean, nobody lives there. But now it's, like, retaken by nature and the animals and all of that. And let's see. I mean, the 80s, it was, like, almost 40 years ago, I guess. So it almost? might take... I don't know. Close to 40. 40 and over in the neighborhood of 40. Okay. Years ago. So who knows? It might take longer for everything to fall to ruin, but. When was Chernobyl? It was 86 or 87? Good question. So you might might be right. It might be less than 40. I was just thinking 80 to 20 and I'm like, that's 40. But if it was 86 or 87, then we're not quite there yet. Might have been 89. It's one of those. I, I think I'm correct. 36. Yes. 36 years ago. That's my first guess. So not quite 40. The rest are null and void. But yeah, there's 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 animals living in uh, Pripyat. There's um, plants, obviously, living there. So, I mean, Barely. if you look at... Well, no, they're thriving. <laughs> are they? Yeah. With the radiation? I mean, it's been a long time since then. It's still radioactive. Yeah, but who knows? The animals, they might be built different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're built different. That's why we can't go and touch them. Well, I mean, they're still there. If there's a dog there, you can't pet time. it. I mean, probably not. But listen, if the animals have been there and have been living for however many generations, they must be doing fine. Hmm. So if you look at recent-ish pictures, I mean, it's not exactly like overgrown. There's some urban decay there, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's not vines and moss everywhere and stuff like that. But um, the animals have retaken man's folly. I find it funny almost how the example you choose of like, what would the world be like without man is like also the site of like one of the worst things man has done. That is true. But I mean, I guess you can look at like ghost towns and stuff. Yeah. So like towns that were previously inhabited that are inhabited no longer. Mm -hmm. There's one that's like out west somewhere that's just like a bunch of buildings and maybe a road used to be there and it's just kind of dusty. Which, I mean, that's a desert. It's a little bit different, but I don't know. I mean, okay, perfect example. So some, I guess, ancient Mesoamerican communities that have remained kind of hidden in the jungle until relatively recently-ish. Um, I think that's a pretty good example. I mean, I don't know if that's a good example in that. I don't know. I'm just saying they've remained hidden for that long. And presumably animals and stuff have lived in there and like it, it's been overgrown. I mean, it's hidden enough in the, the brush where that we can't just like stumble upon it. And also, if we look at the Levant, which is like, you know, Israel and a little bit of the Middle East and like Egypt and all of that area. Um, there are cities that are just like underneath a bunch of sand. So... How that will look will look different for different geological areas. Yeah. Well, I think I think I while before you had said that, I think I thought of it as well, where it's like, well, just look at like old ancient structures. You know, you go Mm -hmm. to Israel and then it's like, oh, there's a a building that's like, you know, a foot tall now and (laughs) absolutely reduced to rubble. But it's like I think we're thinking about or um, I I apply the question to like today Mm -hmm. of like if we just all poofed. (laughs) 
and then you know all our stuff is still here what would it look like there is a recent abandoned town i think centralia pennsylvania there was like a big methane fire again caused by humans um that caused everybody to move out and that was i don't know what year that was but that's more recent um post chernobyl i think so maybe like in the next I'm just going to look it up. Research in progress. Recent. Um, 30 years Centralia, ago. That's been abandoned for some time. Tralia. While you're looking that up, I want to say something maybe. I think another video game that influenced 62. me a bit. Actually, that's longer. Goodness. Another game that influenced me a little bit was uh, probably like Horizon, um, which is kind of like The Last of Us, but like more because it's set, I guess, spoiler for the first Horizon, but it's set... I think a couple thousand years after humans disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's, if it's artistic choices or if they actually did research as to how long like these structures and metal and concrete would last, but it's like that a lot of that stuff is very degraded, but it's still standing. Yeah. Cause um, the freaking Coliseum that's still standing. It's yeah. in, decent condition and the only reason like big chunks of it are missing is because back in the day um people building churches in rome used it as like a stone quarry so they just took rocks from it well (laughs) took stones from it to build churches Mm. and that's why it looks the way it does if they didn't do that it would probably still be in pretty good condition mint what is it was very fascinating when i found that out it was like a puzzle piece was put together in my brain. It felt so good learning that. I love learning things. I want. I wonder why she asks, or simply just black. Like the the earth is just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a Void. it's a yeah. It's it's just a a a black hole or or like a, a smooth marble black yeah marble. <laughs> um, I was gonna say a bouncy ball. <laughs> But what is it? There's that. And then she said overgrown and beautiful or simply just black. Well, I think both of our answers have been in the name sufficient overgrown and beautiful. Yeah. Well, I think like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess scientists or, you know, some, some nerds or something can, can think about this, but like, uh, would us disappearing, like have negative effects on some ecosystems? Cause I know like we, with our hunting and, and eating and, and whatever, we like have positive influence on some ecosystems, like controlling mm-hmm. certain animal populations. And so if we didn't do that, like I guess my limited science knowledge would guess that like like it would maybe get out of control and then something else would would get out of control and kind of like fix it or something. But mm-hmm. I don't know. No. Um as a um Science and history enjoyer. Um, uh-huh. I think you're known for the, your facts. <laughs> I think in the case of that does of that happening, I can't speak. I think in the case of that happening, let's say all of a sudden there are a bunch of deer just like chilling. I feel like <laughs> I feel like nature is just kind of kind of course correct if that makes sense. Because I mean, if you think about it, before there were humans as we know it, there were animals just kind of figuring out their way in their ecosystems and things were kind of balanced. So I feel like if humans go, then nature will rebalance itself, which kind of feels like negative environmentalism, but it's not because there are some people who are environmentalists who are like destroy all humans, reject modernity, return to monkey. Monkey. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, I'm not 
like that. I, I feel like that's extremist behavior. But anyways, I feel like, you know, yeah, I was going to say something and I forgot. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think, think it'll be fine. I think, I think the animals will be fine. It's I hard. think we're the problem. It's hard for me to imagine uh, just Wait, because no, that's of like point. The Last of Us and Horizon. Because there's a lot of animals that are... The only species that exist are domesticated. So what's going to happen to them? Are all the cows and the chickens just going to die off? Or are they going to course correct? Are they going to evolve and adapt to live without humans? Are all of them domesticated? Um. So there are... Obviously, there are wild bovines. But, you know, the cows that are chilling in the fields, they're all domesticated. Um, but I feel like a cow could hold its own more than a chicken because a chicken can barely fly. I mean, they got like spurs and stuff, but I feel like, I mean, they get wiped out by coyotes all the time. That's why I got to have chicken doggies. So, you know, um, but I feel like, you know, survival of the fittest, it'll course correct or they'll just all die. I don't know. Hmm. It's a good thought experiment. Yeah. And then sheep, sheep are dumb, dumb dummies. That's what I was going to say. I feel like that's, I mean... Uh, there are like wild sheep species that we domesticated. That's why that's how we got our sheepies. I, thought, I don't know. Well, I, I feel like all my sheep knowledge from comes from Christianity, <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, they're dumb and like they can't take care of themselves. At least that's what I was taught. We did that to them. We <clears throat> bred them to be docile and make a lot of wool so we can make our warm clothes. Yeah, and meat. We'll see. We'll see. That's the thing is, I think like. Um, I guess what I learned in the church was that like they've just always been like that. Not that that we made them like that. I mean, realistically speaking, domesticated sheep, somebody had to domesticate them, so they haven't always been like that. So there are wild species of sheep that are in whatever genus that sheep are in. Prove it. Show me the documentary. Not I mean, I right now. To, I can I can or show at you all. wild sheep. There um, are wild sheep. What time what what how long have we been recording? I were 19. All right. Well, uh, we actually kind of got to wrap up because of the later start. Yeah, well, <clears throat> there are wild sheep is what I'm trying to say. We took mm-hmm. them. We made them stupid and fat and really hairy. So we'll we say use them for our purposes. The source is uh, just trust me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, since I guess we're wrapping up, this has been the 30 fourth episode of the not just aaron podcast you can find us on all major podcast uh, platforms that is spotify apple google and youtube and anchor if anyone uses that um for you can follow us on social media uh not just aaron pod twitter and instagram i actually do post updates on twitter so if we take another month-long hiatus you'll know why and when we're coming back um let's see uh to discuss all things not just aaron you can use the hashtag njapod uh, and who are we sponsored by uh i want to do two so i'll say one and you yeah, can two sponsors you can, this is amazing you let's can go. thank it uh yeah our pockets are lined um <laughs> You can, I'll say one and you can thank it and then I'll say the other and you can thank them. But, mm-hmm. uh, wild sheep. <laughs> All right. Thank you to wild sheep, undomesticated, wild, and just out there for financially supporting the Not Just Aaron podcast. We cannot do it without financial contributions like yours. Who's our next sponsor? Uh, 
David, just I guess because I uh, appreciate him still listening and letting me know that he is. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much to David for financially supporting the Not Just Aaron podcast. We cannot do it without financial uh, contributions like yours. Bro. Did I say it differently? I know I did, but no, it's fine. My fi- well, I don't know if you're reacting to my face, bro. I just, what? I wish I had remembered this topic before we had. Oh, man. Well, write it down and we can talk about it next time. Creator Clash. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah the second anyway, end it right there. <laughs>